You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we're talking about Manchester City hey. going through a little bit, some legal issues, all right? And we <laughs> you bring, think? And we bring in Luke Moore of the Football Ramble to talk about it. Oh, uh, so yeah. it was really cool to have him on the show. We also talk about racism and racism uh, in Europe, racism yeah. in the U.S. It's uh, it's uh, it's it, 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 it crossing the pond. Yeah, nasty natty <laughs> is all I'm going to say. In the second segment, we talk about more racism. <laughs> And we also talked to Emily Olsen and why she's so racist. No, I'm she's absolutely incredible. She's on uh, Pro Soccer USA, Sirius XMFC on United States of Soccer. Absolutely incredible. Love talking to Emily Olsen. We get into the nitty gritty about DC United, NWSL, the She Believes Cup, and the Olympics, a bunch of stuff, all that and more today on the Cooligans! Hey guys, Elise LeHue, General Manager with Sky Blue FC, and I got that bag with the Cooligans. Hey. Yeah, baby! Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Welcome. All right. The energy is here. We're excited. We're getting closer and closer to... Uh, the camera. <laughs> We're going to all up in you. Okay. We're going to have to wipe the camera down. Because I'm on wipe it down. Anyway. <laughs> Great song. Alexa, stop body rolling, please. <laughs> we played that at my wedding. I'm not even playing with you. The whole place was like shoulders, chest, pants, shoes. I was, I was like, Nan, get up here. I wear it. You know what it is. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the show, everybody. What's uh, up? Hi, my my name is Christian Polanco. Yes, it is. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right. We are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever witnessed, we better seen, be. been a part of. I Okay. We better be. That's why you're watching right now. <laughs> and it's not just that. We also happen to be the gulliest. That's okay? right. Uh, speaking of gulliest, we have, a, we have a, some, uh, something to talk about. Yeah, we got a lot. It's a, this episode is gullified. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stamp of, of approval. <laughs> right on the screen. You've been gullified. <laughs> Oh, uh, because we have, uh, yes, we have to talk about the word. You know how like bit. NYC gives you the scores for the restaurants? Yes. We should have one with a G for this episode because <laughs> this is gully as hell. <laughs> yes. Uh, certified G. <laughs> great. Great G. Yeah. <laughs> this, this episode has been certified to not snitch. <laughs> so a lot to a lot to discuss uh, today. Uh, again, we're going to be joined by uh, Luke Moore of the Football Ramble. That's right, dude. Uh, he took he took the Concord out here just to talk about this. <laughs> That's right. Yo, Football yeah. Ramble money is yeah. stacks. Yeah, right. man. How much y'all giving them for their Patreon? <laughs> Football Ramble, I think, is also like a religious cult. You know, like a, a yeah. pastor that really needs a lot of donations. He walks in and just pats people on the head. <laughs> Luke Moore, yeah, they're doing five episodes a week now. <laughs> so, uh, so we're excited to talk about him. But we have a, a couple of things to announce. I, I think we should start first uh, with the fact that uh, Conquer Have Champions League is starting uh, tonight. Finally, so, we've all been waiting for it. So the first match is between Leon and LAFC. Yeah. Uh, uh, Leon of, of Liga MX, of course. Uh, but we are going to be uh, going to a CONCACAF Champions League game. And buddy, we're not we're not going to wait for the home for the return leg. No, no, no. No, no. I said I want to see that first leg. <laughs> <laughs> Show me that one leg, yo. <laughs> we, that's, we, a, that's a damn good leg you got there. I, it's like an Amish strip club. <laughs> Show me that one leg. Oh, there's too much. Oh, oh 
my god. Yeah, am, I, go. am I a sinner? I, I gotta go sell some pies. <laughs> I'm out of here. No, well, we can. Well, uh, how uh, long before we get canceled? <laughs> well, they don't watch TV, right? <laughs> they ain't gonna see this. Yeah. Yo, you ain't watching this on your smartphone. Right? I know that for sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> your landline. No, we're trying to listen. <laughs> <laughs> can you listen to podcasts on a landline? Like the, if the wires get crossed, they'd be like, what are they talking? They're talking about us. I thought the show was about soccer. <laughs> I feel seen. Uh, so we are going to a Car Champions game. We uh, tomorrow morning we are flying out to Costa Rica. To Costa Rica. Uh, we will be attending uh, the NYCFC match uh, between NYCFC and San yeah. Carlos. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. So that's right. They're playing a saint. <laughs> so, Carlito Here it is I, I brought my Los <laughs> My Los Ticos Talisman cap That's right uh, So I'm excited I'm excited to go to, uh, Tomorrow the game is on Thursday This looks like you're gonna be Rooting for the Costa Rica team <laughs> <laughs> like, What just, up baby I'm a turncoat <laughs> I'm just rooting for Costa Rica yeah. That's all uh, I'm rooting for good food As a country <laughs> So uh, so that is exciting So uh, yeah We'll be there If you're gonna be in Costa Rica uh, Please say hello to us uh yeah uh, yeah it should be really dope i'd love it <laughs> uh but uh usually we start the show by showing love to the people who show love to us so that's we, right we want to do that we want all the love okay we want you to send us gifts we want you to leave good reviews and, we and we if you do that we thank you by reading your review <laughs> and this one is amazing this says these guys are hilarious i can't read the rest of it because this new podcast app I can't really read, but it says A, dot, dot, dot. I think it's saying Alexis is the best one. I'm assuming that's what it says there. This one is five stars, of course, or we don't read it, okay? We hit report a concern because I'm concerned for you and your bad taste, okay? Uh, it's by Citadel Dell, all right? So shouts to Citadel Dell. He said everyone is on the lookout for new podcasts, especially for fans of the beautiful game. Okay, as seen on TV, commercial starting. Okay, okay I like it. Right? QVC, uh, Cooligans are QVC. I'll mess with it. Alexis and Guerreros are two standard comedians who have combined their comedy with their love of soccer to become the funniest soccer podcast on iTunes. And I think he mistakenly, he misspelled the world. He wrote <laughs> iTunes on error. So you might want to, coming from me, you might want to edit. <laughs> love seeing their show on Fubo TV also. Okay, all right. Look at that. Okay. My man works in advertising. <laughs> keep up the great work, guys. We absolutely will. You keep up the great work Thank and you. sign in iTunes under different account and leave another review <laughs> <laughs> exactly we none, none of this has to be legitimate no baby like none of it matters uh, we got 617 ratings yeah so we're on our quest for 700 exactly and this review so this was left by del schaefer that's right citadel uh, del schaefer citadel, uh, who uh who does the leagues podcast who we, we were just guests on that's so, right we uh, check out that uh show uh as well that's uh, right so if you got a podcast you want us to be a guest on you better leave a five-star review before we do it <laughs> that's the entrance fee I, okay <laughs> So, and join Gully Squad. <laughs> so, uh, so a couple other things uh, to uh, get to uh, before we we uh, start talking about Manchester City. Mm -hmm. um, the oh yes, so uh, word of the day. You you know this uh, uh, words with friends. Words with friends. I you ever heard of this game? I, I do now. Uh, you do now. <laughs> Apparently, they heard of us. Are they hiring because you <laughs> you just lost your job at HQ? Do you need anything? <laughs> Y'all need someone to stand there in a suit yeah. while everyone in the chat calls me what. Whatever the recent fat guy on the news was, like Andy Ruiz Jr., the boxer. I got that one a lot. Is there anything y'all need? How about shut the hell up and get to the game, which I see a lot. I see you You're out there. you 
out for HQ trivia, which uh, might not be dead. Apparently, the guy who owns it just tweeted out, "Everybody, hold up! <laughs> Stop crying and filling out your unemployment." I don't know what's going on. Okay, so uh, but I think it died. I think it's dead. I think maybe they just sent this whole thing to fire me, I, all, and all, they were like, Yo, all "Everybody, I'm else is chill." That HQ trivia was doing perfectly fine before you started hosting on it. Oh, this That's is 100 percent true. <laughs> so the, I show up and they're like, "I don't think it's looking good anymore." <laughs> the snack budget seems to be a bit out of whack. <laughs> I did complain. They had a whole snack room. Okay. And I was like, yo, ain't no chocolates in here. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, it's uh, they had an ice, a cold brew machine and a bunch of like seaweed snacks. And I was like, what is this trash? <laughs> I go get Doritos. And they're like, well, we want to foster a healthy environment. I was like, yo, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you an app. <laughs> you tell people to sit on their couch and play games, my guy. Get out of here with this. <laughs> this ain't no running app. This ain't no couch to 5K. So there was there was another at Words with Friends, and a lot of people started tweeting. They saw that I got fired, and they're like, yo, I'm a support. <laughs> a lot of people started tweeting at us, and they were like, yo, is, is, is Cooligans doing a, a collab with Words with Friends right, or something? Yeah. Because the word of the day... Uh, for Words with Friends was Gully. Gully, my guy. Right there. And thank you, uh, Benjamin. Be- Benjamin was... Uh, Cannon. W- yeah, Benjamin Cannon was one of, the, one of the 45 people who tweeted, <laughs> tweeted this at us. Also, I didn't know y'all had your notifications all set for this game. <laughs> this game came out 15 years ago, yo. <laughs> I was playing this on my Motorola Stock I, I know, dude. <laughs> I played this on my first Macintosh. <laughs> you had to get one of them big old discs that were floppy. I think it was called a floppy disk, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's <laughs> <Hence> the name. <laughs> All right, Detective Guerrero. <laughs> I, I saw the crime. <laughs> boom, boom. Right. Law and Order episode over. <laughs> uh, but no, this is kind of cool, right? Uh, you, 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 I think a lot of times people, they hear us say the word gully. And, you know, it came from just a, one of our dumb conversations. And, yeah. and this weirdly ironic, uh, you know, our, of it was a word in our childhood. In right. Our, in our youths. In our youths. <laughs> in our youths. Um, <laughs> And then people start seeing it. I, I don't know if we have anything to do with it, but all of a sudden the word gully is coming up a little bit it's more. Making, it's making a bit of a comeback. Exactly. To which I say, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. You know? I mean, we're, it's like the gully is the boulder that we're pushing up this yeah. mountain, but it's getting it's getting up there. And then that movie came out in India, that Bollywood movie called Gully Boy. That's right. Right. Which I guess we auditioned for, but we didn't get. I don't, I don't know, know how this happened. <laughs> okay. I mean, at least I, I could have done a supporting role in right? that film. Maybe a little bit of a walkthrough. <laughs> Maybe a choreographed dance, my guy. We could do a you know, cameo. You know what I'm saying? You think we can? Just a Cuban and a Dominican dude in hoodies hanging out in a ravine in India? You think that would look out of place, baby? Okay. Just Hollywood and Bollywood is, is keeping us out of the industry. Y'all don't want diverse representation? Mad people in that movie Indian, my guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of soccer to talk about, I promise. <laughs> and what an honor it is for us to have someone who's already been on the show before, right? Yes, it's always great uh, to have a, a rerun. Someone that we've approved of <laughs> being on this show. Heavily vetted. Yeah, yeah. We said he came on, he was great. We were like, I will have you back. <laughs> you did good on your first audition. But we want to talk a little bit about Manchester City. Why not bring in someone who probably talks about it a little bit more than we do? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only of the Football Ramble Daily now. Luke Moore, everybody. Luke, what's up, man? How's it going? 
<laughs> not bad, not bad at all. I love the little uh, American salute. That's, that's right. <laughs> You're married to an American, so you understand <laughs> how to salute an American. <laughs> It's all about respect. It's all about respect. <laughs> talk, to, uh, talk to me a little bit about what the sort of what the news cycle has been like in uh, in England, because a lot of people talk about it here, but mostly on Twitter and Instagram. What's it been like to be in the football world out there while all this Manchester City stuff is happening? Well, it's been pretty quiet because no one in the UK really cares about <laughs> soccer or football. So. I've had to really dig around to find some stuff on this, you know. <laughs> no, it's been dominating everything. It's been very, very big in the, in the in the news and the sport. Of course, it's kind of one of those stories that's crossed over into into hard news as well as just sport news. So it's been big, yeah. Is it um, is it something where uh, like how happy are the other supporters of the other clubs that this is happening to Manchester City? <laughs> how happy are United fans? <laughs> I think the, I think we could safely say there's been a certain amount of Schadenfreude about it. You know what football fans are like. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's been. I think it's been warmly received in certain parts of Manchester. I would suggest. Um, but but you know, I, I don't know how much you guys, how much your your viewers know about it. Would you want me to give you a synopsis, or do you want me to run run it down? Yeah, what's that, happened? That, or that would be great. That? Yes, please. Yeah, because we've mostly been making jokes. Okay. So it'd be nice if we get some real information. Okay, yeah. Well, that's what I do. I mean, I think you must have you must have fallen short getting guests on this because I mean, we spend most of our time making jokes too. So listen, <laughs> what, what's what's happened is that um, they've been Manchester City have been found to be in breach of financial fair play regulations, which was um, put in by UEFA to stop um, Manchester City spending. To stop Manchester City. (laughs) (laughs) To stop stop Manchester City personally, because when (laughs) UEFA went there once, they had like a really below par pizza. And they said, it's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable. They've got to get out of this competition. These are facts. I want everyone to know this. Yeah, get out of here. What are you doing? Forget it. Get out of here. Uh, No, and so, and so they, 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 in November 2018, a German newspaper called Der Spiegel um, published a load of emails that were internal emails from Manchester City talking about how they were getting their sponsorship money. And it's been deemed by UEFA that um, the, 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 they weren't being truthful in their submissions financially between 2012 and 2016 about where the funding for their sponsorship came from. Now, what, that, what that's meant is that they've been in breach of financial fair play regulations. There was an investigation by uh, the UEFA kind of, they call it the, um, the CFCB. It's kind of the investigation board around financial uh, irregularities, I suppose. And they, they found them in breach of those regulations, fined them 30 million euros, so about $30 million, and banned them from the Champions League for two seasons. Manchester City have said they're going to appeal. So the next thing it'll do is it'll go to the court for arbitration for sport, which is the highest body, I think, in Europe that can rule on it. And once that's been ruled on, it's done. And isn't this technically, I have two questions. One, isn't this technically a felony uh, to uh, sort of uh, cook the books, if you will, in England? And two, what the hell is that thing behind you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. So I'll I'll do the second question first. (laughs) I'm Uh, at the other one. This thing here. I'm at a friend's house at the moment. I have no idea what it is. (laughs) It's freaking me out. What's the G about? That's gully. A, it's gully. this for Gully. It's, it's, a, it's, it's telling me all the secrets. It's telling me all the secrets in here. Um, and what was, I can't remember the first question. What was the first question? Isn't it it's technically bad. a it's felony? Bad. And are they in England? And are they not going to get in trouble at home? Well, 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 so what's now being 
posited is that if UEFA found him in breach, then the Premier League would be the next um, uh, organisation to presumably pass some kind of judgment on their behaviour and how they've breached financial fair play domestically as well. So there's been talk of um, a call for a points deduction at the very extreme end of the scale. I mean, let's be honest, you guys, you know, Jose Marino's coming on this, you know, he's getting, he's going in hard oh, yeah. <laughs> straight away. Press conference um, ahead of the champions league, not even asked about the issue straight in there saying <laughs> that he thinks that his Man United team should be given the title from a couple of seasons yeah. ago. So everyone's going on them. Um, I think the Premier League will do something. They will act in some capacity. We're not sure what it's going to be yet, um, but it's it's overall, you know, it's obviously fairly bleak news for Man City. They, they have appealed it. They've said they're going to appeal it straight away. They said that they, they, they have given what they describe as irrefutable evidence to the contrary and that it's a it's been a biased process. I don't know anyone who shares that opinion and I don't know anyone who's seen that apparently irrefutable evidence that's going to exonerate them. So it looks to me like it's done. They're, they're, they're certainly going to be um, facing a severe penalty, whatever the result of the appeal is, because I think it's about 90% that Cass tend to rule on the side of the Confederation in question. And ultimately, Manchester City have agreed to play by the rules of this tournament and the rules are set by UEFA and UEFA have deemed that they've breached them. So it doesn't look good. If, if Man City fans out there are watching or listening and are a bit unclear on the process, take it from me. I have no legal qualifications whatsoever, <laughs> but I'm telling you this is bad. This is bad. I'll take your word for it. I, I have a, a question. Ahead. Is there any, do you know if there's any precedent uh, ever since financial fair play has been put in place of teams actually being penalized uh, and, and and following through with either a points deduction or anything like this? Has anything? I, Maybe I Rangers is the closest thing. No, there's, there's a couple of precedents. I mean, there is uh, AC Milan in Italy were found in, to be guilty of it. They were then um, kicked out of the Europa League. Um, some people cynically said that they quite liked being kicked out of the Europa League because it was a pain for them and they could concentrate on the league. But nonetheless, they took a, they took a penalty where, they, um, where they, were, they, were, they were kicked out of the Europa League. PSG have been in, um, Paris Saint-Germain in France have been in, uh, in, in violation of it as well. But they kind of, they kind of, they, they were happy to kind of work with UEFA to try and put it right and therefore avoided a more severe penalty. Because you've got to remember, a key part of this is that UEFA have, deemed Manchester City to have not been cooperating with the process and been dismissive and arrogant in their dealings with UEFA and trying to undermine the entire process. And that's why the punishment's been harsher. That's why the punishment has caught the eye of news outlets everywhere. Because in the previous time, Milan were kind of down at heel a little bit and they're obviously in Europe's second tier competition and PSG sort of, although they were, I think they faced a heavy fine, but they were, they worked with UEFA to avoid a more severe penalty and they were kind of deemed to have done that and to have been, um, to be cooperative and Manchester City have done none of that. And that's why the, the penalty has been harsher. I think the, the general consensus is that like Manchester City has too much money for this to really hurt them, right? Why not just pay the fine, whatever it is, and walk away? And two, do you think we'll see something like we saw with Rangers where they got dropped to the – when they were in administration and got dropped to the fourth tier? Is that something we could see? Do you think uh, maybe they'll be down there with uh, Pompey? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a dig. That's a low blow. <laughs> Ahead of a crucial FA Cup game. I'm coming back on this show and get to beat Arsenal in the FA Cup. I'm telling you that. I'm gonna, I, I don't care if I have to fly there myself and gate crash away from the studio. I'm coming in. I'm coming for you, Guerreros. I'm coming for you. Polanco, you're all right by me at the moment. Okay. It's yeah. better to be at the devil's side than in his path. All right. Remember that. Um, the Rangers. 
The Rangers thing is slightly different because they went out of business. They were liquidated. So they had to start again with essentially what was a new company and they, they had to start back at the bottom. That wasn't, a, as far as I'm aware, that wasn't a financial fair play uh, thing. As, to, as regards your first question about the fine, well, they, they, they more than likely will have to pay the fine, but they're going to fight it first. And they've said um, that they would, I think the, the, um, I think it was um, the, the, the chairman of Man City, certainly one of them in the top brass at Man City, said that they would rather pay the top 50 lawyers in the world £30 million or whatever to fight this for the next 10 years than give UA for a penny. That's kind of the attitude they're going for. But ultimately, the fine isn't a big deal. As you, as you guys have correctly pointed out, they can pay the fine. What the problem is is being banned from the Champions League because if you're banned from the Champions League for two seasons, well, what are your players going to do? They've got a bunch of players who are out of contract in two years' time. They're not going to spend two years not playing in the in the Champions League. Look at Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, how old will he be in two years' time? He needs to be playing in the Champions League now. So what this does have is ramifications for them on the pitch because their players are going to be restricted uh, from playing in the top-tier competition in Europe, which is essentially the top-tier club competition in the world. So obviously, it's, alarm bells are ringing for the players and their agents as well. I know that Manchester City put... Um, um, put a, a load of messages out to their um, to their players. There was a team meeting with Pep Guardiola on the Saturday after the ruling on the Friday saying, look, trust in the process. We're going to appeal this. Stick with us for now. But that's not a long-term strategy because I just can't see in modern football how top-level players are going to agree to be out of the Champions League for two seasons if the appeal is unsuccessful. Okay, yeah. I take that as a shot against Arsenal, so we're even. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, but so, I always like to be one up. So, so, so it looks like uh, maybe this summer they, there might be this exodus uh, of all these uh, Manchester City players. So, who, yeah, be at least. And uh, both of our clubs now have a shot at Champions League. Hey, we're Let's doing go. it, guys. Up the toffees. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Luke, that, listen, Luke. Everton is a very ambitious shout. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm excited about it. So, Luke Moore, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man, uh, and enlightening us. You're welcome. On, on what's going on out there in, in England and in Manchester. Uh, uh, yes, make sure you tune into the Football Ramble daily. Uh, great podcast. Why even tell them? They all already do. Because of the biggest. <laughs> no, we appreciate Not Luke. enough of them. Not enough of them. <laughs> Thank you again, Luke Moore of the Football Ramble. Luke uh, Moore. Great, great dude. One of my favorite Moors. Yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> S'mores is still number one. But, <laughs> but yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so let's uh, let's bring it back stateside and talk about why why do we, why does this keep happening <laughs> on Black History Month no less I <laughs> know come on <laughs> no we have to talk about uh, head coach of FC Cincinnati former former uh, yes we the news came out today uh, resigned head coach Ron Jans yeah, of, of FC Cincinnati. Uh, so a couple of days ago, it had come out that he was under uh, was under investigation uh, a, a racist incident or racial incident using a racial slur in the locker room. Correct, uh, and uh, just the, uh, a lot in particular. And and one of the the, the original story came from uh, the the Cincinnati Inquirer. Yeah, and it, it it said in particular that there was music playing uh and he was rapping along he was rapping along or singing along we don't know <laughs> we don't know right? what kind of bars he got right maybe <laughs> maybe he was trying to hit a tune or something okay. he went a little too in 
He, he over karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, there's certain words in karaoke you gotta skip, my yeah. man. <laughs> Bro, this is why I tell bars you gotta use the radio edit, my guy. <laughs> okay, because it's gonna cause for a weird, you know, yeah. work environment. Because right? uh, you think you won't get duffed out while you got a mic in your hand, you will. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, the company karaoke parties can get a little weird, real yeah, fast. A little, a little litty. No, so this was uh, obviously, you know, disappointing. You don't wanna see this as especially from uh, coming from really anyone in any MLS coach, especially right. Anyone in a, a position of power, because then it can clearly make the, the, the work environment uncomfortable. Also, it's just like, you know, with all the racist stuff happening in, in the world during soccer. Yeah. The MLS has sort of been able to skirt a lot of this stuff because we, we tend to be a much more they, progressive. Yeah, skirt, skirt it. Yeah. Uh, as Ron, as Ron Young would say. But he would actually say something else. And we're like, no, 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 Ronnie boy. No, nah. <laughs> no man it's so uh, so, so t- this uh but this is like what now now racism is rearing its ugly head in our league especially if you read the comments <laughs> wow so there i'll, I'll this has been I think for most people, we we you know, this is not a new issue. Right. For people know. Yeah. Uh, white, white people, even if it's in a song, uh, you probably should not say it because it can cause a lot of problems. Right. It's it, it is a, a the, the N word. It is, it is a, a complex and difficult thing. Uh, it has a terrible history. So, like, don't be don't get involved in that. Right. It's just like an easy thing. It's if you want to rap along to a song that has it in it, you have to be skilled in. <laughs> <laughs> to not say that word <laughs> that, that's it so remember chris rock had a sketch a long time ago he was in a car with three white people and they were singing along the jig what's my mother on name and who i'm rolling with huh and he turned around and looked, and looked, he was driving he turned to look at everyone you better not yeah just like literally the whole fc cincinnati roster was like oh uh-huh. i wonder what he's gonna do right now hey profe <laughs> <laughs> who are you rolling with <laughs> okay, just want to make sure it's uh it's a little it's a little quiet on certain parts. Yeah, yeah, you know, I want to make sure the lyrics don't hit as hard. <laughs> so uh, th- uh th- this been uh when the investigation first happened, th- I, like look a lot of people especially in uh, american soccer twitter obviously i'm gonna have fun with it make a lot of jokes so right. uh, whatever it is us included us included i mean us especially yeah right? we need to know the song <laughs> we need to, that was the first question yeah uh what song was what it? song was it because uh, like it better not be like yg you know what I mean? you're like oh you shouldn't even know the lyrics of this joint <laughs> you li- you gotta stay off of rap catalog my dude <laughs> no nah, man you went too deep in the catalog you gotta stay pop some things are just not for everybody. <laughs> you know? You know what you do? You listen to that song. That ain't for you to be saying. Okay, you ain't going to Rap Genius and looking up the lyrics. All right, I'm you telling- can't. Don't be driving around Compton. <laughs> that ain't for you, my guy. So, uh, you look, there's it, it, there's a lot but of... Imagine it was like a Taylor Swift song. Like, the world's not even in that song. <laughs> what like, you doing? Yo, you can't be freestyling on these tracks. Yo, just because there's a moment with no lyrics don't mean that's for you to drop bars my guy okay that's called a bridge <laughs> bro <laughs> you shouldn't have crossed it <laughs> Yo. so let the break dancers do their thing there's a there's a, look <laughs> uh, look we can make a, we can make jokes for hours and this is all we 
do. Okay? But the, the the serious aspect of it is that uh, look the the initial report and this this is as I'm talking about this like more reports are coming out. So the initial report was saying that a player uh, had told had one filed the complaint and told uh, the coach told Ron Yans that his uh, that that w- it was a word that was unacceptable unex- to use. We don't know what player. We don't know why. We don't know. So n- after that th- that came out, the MLS Players Association put out a statement saying that that hold up. Hold up! That wasn't <laughs> yeah. that a player did not uh, uh, file a, com- a complaint, right? Uh, and and that that you know that sort of implies that um, it's a way to like attack the player, attack the player by oh, saying like the they, ratted, you have a coach. they ratted on or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So um, so it's getting messy, right? Right. The the, the main issue is that they're getting messy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Look, he's having a lot of issues in Barcelona. All right, <laughs> <laughs> he's a huge fan of rap music. And he wants to go to Cincinnati. He's like, yo, my dude, I know how to not say that word. Let me in. Play a coach. You could be a be an ally. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but on a serious note, yeah, it can, uh, uh, you know, having a coach be like that. There's been more, now more reports are coming out, right? right. And saying that he, he made a, 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 another racial statement in regards to slavery on some, uh, on a DC trip or something like that. Now's probably the time to mention that he's also Dutch. He's, he's also Dutch, but he's but not, that's he's like, not an idiot. No, but like, no, no, Dutch means you know full well. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, what, what happened yeah. with slavery, my guy. Yeah, and yeah, Christmas is weird yeah, uh, in yeah. Holland. Yeah. <laughs> so so. <laughs> there's a lot of issues. Yes. And look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's very, it's very, very odd. Uh, so, yeah, th- this is a, a, overall, it's just like a, um, uh, it, it's getting super uh, convoluted, right? right. And, and the resignation, uh, his, he, so he resigned this morning. At first he was suspended. Now he resigned. Now he resigned. So he's officially gone. After Cincinnati, uh, they have, they, they're going back to their interim coach, who I believe is like 29 years old. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, he's like, <laughs> just like a kid. Like, just kids sweating. <laughs> just like, all right. I'll figure this out. Come on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, uh, the, the fact that it's getting so uh, confused confusing and right. and uh, here's look it's really not that confusing he messed up you're gone what's really upsetting me is some of these trash takes by some mls fans they're saying oh if it's in a song i'm allowed to yeah. hey here's what i say feel free to <laughs> just expect a certain repercussion <laughs> if be- you around somebody in particular <laughs> and you say that word like you deserve to get popped in the mouth if you say that or, or worse yeah look uh nobody's condoning violence well some of us are <laughs> but it is uh <laughs> it, 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 no one can say that i they- can hear the producer saying they're okay with it <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no one can say that they don't know that the, the, the words history yeah and and the prop the the society the, not even just the social issue Issues that can arise from casually saying it. Uh, uh, so it, this th- is a larger conversation for yeah, sure. That's something it, we should be doing on a comedy po- a show or a podcast. That said, you don't say the word. That's it. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, and Ron Yans, Ron Yans should have known better. He's a 60 years old. Yeah. Uh, yes. He, 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 he's not, like I was saying, he's not an idiot. Right. So the, the weird thing is that the resident, yeah, he's not stepping off the plane and like, <laughs> like did y'all know about this? No, everybody knew, you know, dog. Everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> And uh, but the resignation kind of and and, and the MLS uh, Players Association statement. It's like, yo, stop investigating because he quit. Yeah. It makes it seem like the, a, the working conditions and his behavior at FC Cincinnati might have been worse than that. We actually know. And the resignation makes it being like, OK, it's all wrapped up. 
right. you know, we don't have to look into this anymore. But it looks like it, it might have been actually worse. And and maybe it's, it, it's an example going forward for the other clubs about like how serious an issue this is. Right. And hopefully this is a learning lesson for everyone else. Don't say that word. You don't have the right to. And everyone who has that trash take, stop listening to our show. Stop watching our show. Get out of here. <laughs> also, uh, I hate I hate learning lesson. Just lesson. That's that's the uh, right way to say <laughs> That's not the only uh, wild thing that's happened. U.S. We've been talking about this in the past. U.S. Men's National Team a little, a little hush. You know what I mean? The yes. whole men's sort of uh, department, if you will, has been real hush when it comes to the women's national team trying to get their equal pay. Yeah. Well, turns out they've been just redrafting uh, <laughs> the most gully letter ever sent. Because they by, went in. They went in. They went all the way in. So this is the U.S. Soccer Players Association. Yes. Uh, uh, they put out. A whole, uh, I don't know, I guess this is an open letter. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a, a more statement. of a statement. It feels yeah. like a statement, yeah. They put out a whole thing explaining how they're like, nah, son. Like, nah, <laughs> I love how you that's the whole thing. It should have just said, I, nah, love, son. I love how you paraphrase. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> I'm reading word for word here. <laughs> but the whole gist of it is like, not only do we think the women should be paid their fair share, they should be paid a heavy amount. Here's all the proof that we don't agree with. Here's what systematically has been done to sort of knock them down. I mean, they went all the way and they kept they kept receipts. Yeah, and they really made uh, they they highlighted the the their talks with U.S. Soccer with with, with the federation on and and how th- those negotiations have gone because and they gave perspective as to why the women are in the in the position they were and how they were sort of pitted against. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but it, you sort of just kind of see how how they, they it's like they, they have the same enemy quote unquote you know so, so yeah, people yeah. do not know that the the u.s men's national team and the u.s women's national team do not negotiate together when they are are, are negotiating their deals or with terrorists which i agree with hey I, <laughs> you know what I mean? a, it's a flat-out rule <laughs> yeah, that, it's yeah. good to have that you know just <laughs> ashton harris yeah. has been like from day one i will not negotiate no. with even one terrorist <laughs> or carlos Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting platform yeah, it's like, yeah. wait are they the same i, know. <laughs> I gotta be I kind of agree with her stance, though, because America, you know. <laughs> so, but this has been like, uh, like Alexis did just mention. Uh, we we haven't heard much, and Ashton Harris uh, a, a couple months ago has been sort of the loudest. Trumpet this, yeah, and say like, wait, why haven't the men uh, been more supportive? And mm-hmm. this is not only is this support, but this is also, hey, like, yeah, uh, th- this is what we dealt with uh, when when they were negotiating their deal, their uh, like pre World Cup, from and 20, players are being sent. Uh, in. I believe from twenty eleven to twenty eighteen, right. when they were negotiating like within that time frame, they were like, no, we, we even we didn't get uh, uh, paid fairly, right. and and then when we saw what the U.S. Women's National Team did recently, right, they get paid we didn't even want to get paid while we were getting paid yeah. and they're getting and they're paid less, less than that this is an actual i'm going to read this word for word this is actually in the statement what we believe should happen is simple pay the women significantly more than our recently expired men's deal in our estimation the women were due at least triple what our expired deal was worth in player compensation we believe the federation should have agreed to a deal directly tied to a fair share of the revenue players generate this is what should have happened Based on the entire history of labor negotiations involving the men and women's players of the Federation, 
and the Federation. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Lord. So, so this, this is, is unprecedented. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see yeah. uh, a, a, a statement like this. And I, I think it's uh, they, I saw some people also tweeting this as well, that they were saying like, hey, this is nice. But we also need the players themselves to speak out in this in this manner as well. Uh, and that and that is well, I agree. I think that that almost is that's for promotional use only. This is straight up like, nah, yo. Uh, so like uh, we they these are the folks that go to the bargaining table. Yes, this is this is fair. But yeah. I think from, you know, publicity for, sol- for solidarity, yeah, you want to yeah. see that. Yeah, it, it, I think it would be more helpful because, again, you do have the Megan Rapinos, the Ali Kriegers, the Ashton Harris's being in front of a camera saying like, yo, we're not getting paid fairly. And people and, don't have and, our back. And people don't have our back. So that is, uh, I think, the, the extra step. Uh, some of the men's national team players uh, can take, right. but I, but I think there is this weird like fear for the men that this will hurt their negotiating uh, leverage if they say, if they're outspoken. Well, that's that cat's out of the bag now. Exactly. <laughs> so the players themselves should be like, yo, if, if my union is already speaking like this, yeah, you know, I should feel a little bit more comfortable. Hopefully this helps the players speak out more as well. Yeah, everyone should. Yo, I mean, after this, the gauntlet's been dropped, my guy. What are you waiting for? So, yo, Josie, yeah. feel free to tweet whoever your handlers are telling you not to go for it. So, um, uh, okay, so we'll be back with more after this, everybody. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring in a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. Us and you, the Cooligans, hey. Gully Squad represented. First of all, we love you, Gully Squad. And shout out to all our new Gully Squad members. We got a bunch of new ones, especially after we put out that clip of us roasting MLS teams. Exactly. And if you want to see that, all you got to do is join the Gully Squad. It's you want to very- see that whole video? It gets pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So uh, for all that exclusive content, that's where uh, that's where you uh, go to see us. So go to you can join Gully Squad by going to soccercooligans.com and clicking on the join gully squad button that's right and first of all we want to thank everyone who currently supports us you have no idea how much your support means to us it helps us go out and get some of the content that we go out and get um and it's absolutely incredible and super helpful and it means the world to us and you guys become a part of our family you get to join the gully squad uh slack channel which is lit where i sometimes i just roast the pizza you know what i mean yeah yeah and i I got to uh, finally contribute to uh to the pizza channel you did not you put in some (laughs) disgusting slop uh (laughs) a little gluten free uh vegan pizza oh it was so disgusting it, <laughs> it hurt my heart uh, that so, you ate that so but like- there's also like you get a pin you get the dope little cooligans pin if you yeah, join dude. and a bunch of stuff a little pop socket we got a bunch of a lot stuff of perks you. a lot of perks so make sure you join join the gully squad now go to soccercooligans.com and hit click on the join gully squad button and we won't make you eat that disgusting pizza <laughs> Okay, welcome back. So, um, more U.S. soccer stuff, more more news in general. Well, this is good news, though, right? <laughs> so, well, for some, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's start with hate in your heart. <laughs> we have to talk about Jay Berhalter because he uh, just a couple weeks ago, oh, no, about, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. about two weeks ago, he announced uh, that he will um, be leaving the job as a, a VP. Well, not VP. What he's a CEO. CEO of. Uh, CCO CCO of of US soccer uh there he is uh Jay Balter, brother of uh Greg Berhalter Jersey's finest <laughs> okay uh not everyone would agree on that <laughs> yeah. it's just the you know the the soccer is Hold ro- on did he help him his brother get a job so, <laughs> so you know how we do in Jersey Soccer's royal family <laughs> you know <laughs> okay the Berhalter of the North Jersey ball <laughs> Berhalters <laughs> So Jay Berhalter uh announcing that he is uh leaving yeah. the job uh, 
and uh, uh, CCO is uh, arguably, uh, you know, one of the top positions in U.S. soccer, one of the most influential, uh, has his hands in everything when yeah. it comes to the, the, the team itself, uh, how the team is marketed, uh, the, the television deals, Ticket everything. Ticket prices, the whole Ticket, nine. Everything. He does it all. Um, now, I think... So a lot of people didn't even want him to have the to, the, the the conflict of interest that was the fact that the CCL and the head coach of the U.S. men's national team were brothers. Brothers, yes. A lot of people had an issue with that, yes. Uh, and and showed like oh, some people said that Jay should have been disqualified. Greg should have been disqualified from potentially going for the job because of Jay. Yes, uh, and then we all saw how that worked out. Yeah, uh, and everything. and then Jay took that and he shredded it. <laughs> it was like yeah. I'm the CCL, dude. <laughs> Not interested in all this paperwork. <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of opinions that don't matter. <laughs> I make I make my own rules. But no, uh, Phil, he is announcing that he is leaving the job, uh, right. and and I I, and I think about three months or something yeah. like that. So. Uh, the weird move here is what one why is he leaving right uh and then, and then the it's not like he can go be the cco of the other federation <laughs> you know what i mean so uh, uh there's a lot of uh questions about why he's leaving right. and uh one might be that he i, I believe that the ce ceo job yeah. that was i i think it's it's needing to be filled mm-hmm. um he is he is not in contention for that job. Right, they were told that ain't for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm down. Like, hey, this ain't for you, yeah, Jay. Yeah, nah, dude. <laughs> How many C-suite jobs do you need, dog? So, uh, and and he just was like, "All right, you're not gonna you're not gonna give me the job. Then I'm then I'm bouncing." So, yeah. is this? Do you think this is a a, a positive move? Like, did did, did Jay have? Uh, was he good at, at his job? And this is gonna be a, a negative thing, or? Is it we're going to find somebody else and it'll all be fine? I think the fear is, I you know, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I'm worried about who becomes CEO because it seems to me like from what we're seeing is that a lot of the numbers are sliding to to like negative numbers. Less people are going to games. Ticket prices are becoming more expensive. Yeah. You know, these friendly seem like they don't matter. There's a lot of ill will towards a lot of the men's national team matches. And there's a lot of excitement around the women's national team matches. And it doesn't seem like that on the men's side that that's being solved. And it seems like that's a problem primary concern right now for who becomes CEO is how to write that side of the ship. Yeah, I, 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 I think this is an opportunity for U.S. soccer to kind of rebrand itself to some degree. And, and that's the funniest thing ever said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it. think that's going to happen all of a sudden? But I'm just saying this. Oh thing. my God, look at that tiger. It's tri- stripes are changing. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hey, kitty. Yeah. <laughs> little cute, cute uh, kitty. Look at this. No, you wrong, No, I'm dog. just saying, look, I'm, if, if in a perfect world. Yeah, in yeah. a perfect world. Yeah, but, have you been paying attention? <laughs> so you would help, uh, but I wanted to point out one other thing real quick about the 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 U.S. soccer general meetings, the USSF general meetings where it just happened this weekend. And I know most for the most part, this is boring stuff. Nobody wants to hear about like, hey, what are you going to talk about new the budgets? Yeah, for yeah. USA? But, a couple old white guys got up and started finger wagging. <laughs> but I, I, I say and I deploy this to everybody. I'm saying like pay attention to this stuff. If you are a fan of American soccer, a lot of this stuff, a lot of these people that go to these general meetings are all like volunteers. Yeah. If you want to maybe like, you suffer from insomnia. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
What a great, what a great time. But this is how you learn about uh, how to change the sport in this country. Uh, and there was a a speaker at the general meetings that got a lot of publicity because he he he, he said the wrong things, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said the thing. He, he clearly doesn't have a Twitter account. Someone gave him a list of don'ts, and he was like, "All right, I'll read that." <laughs> so this was uh, Stephen Flamhaft, yeah, uh, which is a, a surname I never thought I'd ever rolls say. right off the tongue, <laughs> along with a little bit of phlegm. <laughs> so Stephen Flam, so he he got up uh, at the general meetings and and spoke, and this is like Carlos Codero's there. Everybody from uh, U.S. Soccer, uh, right. at the board, everybody. The volunteer. He basically gave you the drunk uncle speech at a wedding, yes. and he went in on the U.S. Women's National Team that is beloved. Yeah. He said, and for the, celebrating uh, against Thailand. Yeah, he, I'm pulling out just a couple quotes that were, uh, were from uh, Bo uh, Dur. Yeah, he's Dur at Dur Sport. He and he he highlighted these. He go. He he was talking about their sportsmanship, and he said uh, that they were humiliating their opponent, and they they would boast and preen when humility is in order. What's missing here is the respect that should be shown. No, what's Uncle. missing here is the definition for the word preen. <laughs> Don't you dare come in here with your 1920 <laughs> English. So and if and then people were started looking this guy up. Stephen Flamham played for the U.S. Men's National Team, and he lost like 10 nil, 13 nil in the 60s. Yeah, so this is PTSD, right? That's what this is. He's like, I feel for those Thai women. My man's like, you have any idea what it's like to get your 10th goal scored on you? Have some respect. Only yeah. me and those yeah. Thailand women understand. Maybe some of those Thailand players had to go home, and their moms looked at them and said, "You should have been a bus driver." Maybe that's what. <laughs> and then uh, Heather O'Reilly, uh, who is uh, who was there as well, uh, also did defend, and she basically like threw the, sh- the proper shade yeah, 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 on yeah. Mr. Flamhaft. Yo, first of all, pregnant Heather O'Reilly. That's right. Pimento cheese that is, stealing that, Heather O'Reilly. <laughs> she's re- she's changed her name to pregnant <laughs> Heather O'Reilly. Came up and was like, <laughs> Flamhaft. <laughs> You've been Flamhaft. Yeah, I'm gonna flame you in half, my G. <laughs> so uh, yes. Uh, it, it just a, a, a lot going on in U.S. soccer, so please pay attention to it. All right, and uh, let's talk a little bit about Barcelona because apparently they went to the school of Newark. You know what I mean? Yes. Right? Intra- yeah. Everybody gets in. <laughs> Nobody gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter. One leaves. So apparently, the, an article was put out uh, in in a in Bleacher Report. A Bleacher Report, but yes. it was referencing uh, a, it's in. Catalan, so I don't know how to how to read it, but it's like it's like te jugues. All right. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know why. I don't know what happened, but my tongue exploded. <laughs> so someone call an ambulance. But uh Catalan, why still speak this language? No one else does. Um stop handing me menus in it. All right. No one I don't know what it, I don't know what this means, dog. I, I came here for cure meats. <laughs> Just bring it to me. Anyway, they uh, apparently have suggested that uh Barcelona has hired a firm to put out uh, social media accounts that would praise their front office, yet start hitting against uh, Messi, Puyol, and like two other players. Okay. And start putting out negative sort of um, rumors about them. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, uh, you, I, you sort of seen stuff like this before. Right. Because I remember I was listening to a podcast from uh, Miko Grimes. Uh, right. Miko Grimes, uh, wife of uh, cornerback, Tampa Bay Buccaneers cornerback, right. Brent Grimes. Also, ride or die. Ride or die. <laughs> 
without a doubt. Without right. a doubt. <laughs> right. And she was talking about how whenever uh, players were like, say, negotiating uh, contracts with their teams. Right, right, right. The, the teams themselves. Well, this is her theory because stuff started leaking about the player negative. Yeah, yeah. So, to hurt that value. Exactly. You know what I mean? So this is not like particularly unheard of. And we're starting to see uh, more stories, especially recently, about Messi like being unhappy or being critical. Or- I think I'm starting to think Barcelona is the one that put out that video of the dude playing the Messi drum and Messi just not knowing what to do. <laughs> just standing there really uncomfortable. He's like, oh, yeah, like he's off. Yeah, beat. It's it's like- a, yeah. If you haven't seen this video, it, it is, is uh, yeah, you, you chilling. Yeah, you you, you worry about Messi. When you, <laughs> you like, that. I think he had a seat in Mecca. <laughs> I, I think he's never heard music before. <laughs> Yo, my man, I don't think his head knows what to do when music is playing because he is uh, like bobbing around like a bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. uh, he doesn't know how any of this works. Wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> Messi, like, and this is why Messi, like we we all uh, revere him for being such a great player, but right. socially. He is like even Maradona has always been the best socially. I mean, almost as good socially as he was on the field. Maradona, very vocal. He's always been like Messi, greatest player, the worst. Like no personality. Yeah, he just straight up roasts him. Yeah, I mean it's Maradona. It's <laughs> like you can't even do blow with this guy. Yeah. How can I trust him? I mean, you know, we're gonna, I thought we were friends. Yeah, you know what? I'm doing blow in front of him, and he looks at me weird, right? Oh, why? Because I'm doing it off the table at your house, and you didn't even invite me in. Which, by the way, we still need to talk about. Why didn't you invite me in here? Because I'm doing blow in front of your family. Because the kid wants them. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Allegedly. Right. By the way, this is all characters. Got the commercial. <laughs> Everybody, thanks so much for listening. We want to bring in with a word from one of our sponsors, Fubo TV. Fubo TV. And this is the perfect time, right? If you are watching uh, UEFA Champions League. Yeah, right now is the perfect time. Right now. Yeah, because yeah. Champions League is going on. And uh, and CCL and CONCACAF Champions right. League, the, the, the superior Champions all League. All the Champions League, the Europa Leagues, all of them. Exactly. And uh, Fubo TV will give you the opportunity to watch all of them. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, just incredibly easy. Easily. Uh, the app is just uh, seamless. It's, it's a great. Uh, and it doesn't stutter. It doesn't fall apart like some of the other ones in the past have. Mm-hmm. This Fubo TV is absolutely incredible. We're really proud that we work for a company that has such an incredible app that lets you watch all that. And we want to help you get a little bit off, right? Because okay. that's what we do. Uh, you get a nice little deal. A little okay. discount. You <laughs> know a guy. Us. We're the, we're the guy. <laughs> Together. We None the- of this is uncomfortable. <laughs> so all you got to do is go to FuboTV.com slash Cooligans. What is that again? FuboTV.com slash Cooligans. And what you going to get? Are you going to get $30 off? Uh, and you will also get a free... Uh, trial for seven days. Come on now. You're going to get free time plus some money off. What more do you want? All you got to do is go to FuboTV.com slash Cooligans. <laughs> I think I'm losing my mind. Get some rage issues. <laughs> At the time of this recording, I will have gone 24 hours without eating. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So your boy is starting to flip out a little bit. <laughs> For someone who loves food so much, why oh. would you deprive yourself? Oh, baby. <laughs> I need you in my life. <laughs> call me the prettiest girl I ever saw. Call anyway. Me hello, everyone. Was that TKA that just came out of my mouth? I'm losing hello. my mind. My name is Christian Polanco. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right. We are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians. I host the funniest soccer show that you have ever seen. Scene. Uh-huh. And heard. And heard. Right. And it's not just that. It's also the gulliest. 
That, that is, you've seen and heard. <laughs> you, are, you are using your eyes and your ears <laughs> okay. to, to acknowledge how gully it is. That's right. And when 3D podcasts and TV shows come out, <laughs> you'll be able to touch as well. <laughs> With the gulliest show, you can touch. The hand that you can feel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, a lot uh, going on. How it, have you been, Christian? I'm, I'm fine. I, I just ate a Kit Kat a couple seconds ago. I know. Wild disrespectful. <laughs> you stared at me the whole time. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'd rather not talk about your eating disorder anyway <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so let's uh let's talk about uh, a couple things going on in soccer let's uh, go. Uh, specifically the, the the mls expansion team uh inter miami who who for or maybe who maybe not be inter maybe. miami for too much longer why they should just go by international miami what's the difference <laughs> uh well i mean yeah they, I, I guess Technically, uh, legally, there are differences in in, yes. in in that, right? So Inter or Inter is uh, is uh, something that uh, Inter Milan can say they own. They have the the legal rights to have, it. Yes. Also, they, in the U.S., they were that sharp that they went and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna trademark." Out here as well, yeah, but that's a common thing, right? You see it like on uh, on Shark Tank, right? The, they go they go up to the sharks. Of course, we all watch Shark Tank. <laughs> and they say and they say, "Hey, we, I have a patent here and in and and in China, right, and, right, right. wherever wherever people are ripping off products, right? That's <laughs> yeah. where you need to get a patent. We we are secure from being ripped <laughs> off in these three countries. No, but this is a, a setback for for Inter Miami because yep. Inter Milan is 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 challenging the their 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 ability to use that the name Inter before whatever it is that they want to call themselves it was almost as if this name wasn't vetted properly <laughs> they were like uh, oh now you tell us uh, after we got the shirts printed we were gonna call it arsenal miami yeah, <laughs> and we were like nah let's not do that one so paris on miami is not allowed you're saying <laughs> they don't even sound the same <laughs> come on <laughs> it says miami right there at the end. you Look can't tell did you see right next to where we scratched off paris <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, in a, in a court, the the judge had ruled that right. uh, as far as the, the argument about uh, Inter Miami saying like, no, there there won't be any confusion uh, right. between the two teams. Well, and, here's the thing: no one calls them Inter. Yeah, they no do one, call them Inter Miami. Correct. And you can't confuse Inter Miami with Inter Milan. No, you will never. You never will. People are like, wait, wait, Miami? Is that a neighborhood in the Milano district? No. People know what we're talking about. But that that's the case that they lost. They lost their first argument in, in basically saying that it wouldn't cause any confusion. Right. And the judge ruled, no, it would cause... crazy. Co- yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the same word, dog. I don't even watch soccer, but I know English. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's spelled the same. It looks the same. It's just too you many know. similar syllables. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so they lost that first argument. So the, the, I believe the next... Uh, challenge uh will be a street fight which i gotta be honest i think miami got this one battle for the inter (laughs) so no this is a a a big issue because they might have to change i mean obviously the branding the the, who knows the logo yeah there there could be a lot logo stays because it says club in international no club football what is it again cf i think it's cf uh cf they don't have to change the logo they just have to change their what they wanted to use as their nickname yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying the, the there's a lot of branding with the, obviously yeah. that the name is there, and so they, they, I it, think now's the chance to rename the team, though, right? I mean, if you had some worry <laughs> about the, the name, now we can go with the Fidel wouldn't let us do this <laughs> FC. <laughs> 
Interesting approach. <laughs> Interesting approach. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what wouldn't he let you do? Everything. Have you spoken to an old Cuban? You go to the supermarket, you hear Fidel wouldn't let us do this. Picking your own parking spot. Fidel wouldn't let us do this. Everything. Going to church. Having a meal. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'm glad we got Ejaculating. It. All of it. Fidel wouldn't let you do any of it. Yeah, so wow. But <laughs> uh, had his hands in everything, yeah. apparently. Well, not not, a, <laughs> not in that, just so that no one has, you know, you're not allowed to. Doesn't want to arouse anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it, I'm curious to see how uh, uh, th- this will turn out, because I, I have a feeling they will lose. Yeah, they, but I don't think it's really that big of a deal if you just can't use Intel, you know? Okay, but but they have to. So, all right. So what if they say Club Intel? Club inter. I don't know. I think they still might lose that kind uh, of case. That's what I'm saying. It's too similar. But I'm you know, just, you do you throw a silent my- H. Throw a silent H in there. Me, 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 Not in the Miami part. In the inter part. Is that say hinter? Yeah, but the H is silent. Spanish, though. Oh, you got Don't you know Spanish, my dude? You be a racist I right now. Wow, Ron Jans. <laughs> so I, I hope it works out because I like the name. I like the name Inter Miami. It's just a, do- a dope name. I don't think it's necessary. Who cares? Move on. <laughs> Change. Oh, you got to burn a couple shirts. Get out of here. <laughs> really? Is that simple? Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of Miami, the, the, the other thing, uh, two two big things uh, with the club. Obviously, they officially uh, officially announced uh, their uh, DP. That's right. Uh, uh, Rodolfo Pizarro. Which is a huge get from Monterrey. Huge get, which was interesting because he. he There's he, a picture of his foot. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's for all you Quentin Tarantino fans out there. <laughs> Hell yeah, get up in them toes, dog. I thought it was Uma Thurman for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Is the clock set to 420 behind him? <laughs> no, but a huge signing, obviously. And uh, obviously a lot of drama from uh, leaving Monterrey and getting to, to, to Miami. Um, but then uh, uh, the, the other thing that was interesting was that he was he played in their their preseason match before he was announced. He scored right. in their preseason match before he was officially They're announced. Like, Goal play- scored by you know who. <laughs> Can't really say. <laughs> this guy, his hair is, is silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it was Anderson Cooper. Right. Right? I do right. not know. His last name rhymes with Hisaro. <laughs> oh, uh. All right. Pronounce the H. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, <racist. laughs> I'm excited about this because we had a great conversation with Emily Olsen. That's right. Uh, Emily Olsen, uh, a writer for Pro Soccer USA, and you've heard her. Uh, you could basically hear her every day. On- She's like a producer and co-host of yes, the uh, uh, United States of Soccer with uh, Jason Davis, the homie, um, on SiriusXMFC. And we talked to her a little bit about sort of the difference uh, between writing and and sort of finding her voice on on. on Satellite radio. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. Uh, so we had a great conversation with her. This was at the, the United Soccer Coaches uh, Convention. We which said we said United a lot here. Which we were <laughs> at, uh, um, yes, in Baltimore a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, yeah, and we have a, a lot of conversations uh, about the, the medium, about DC United, right. uh, a lot of stuff, because she is a beat, beat reporter for uh, DC United as well. So here's our conversation with Emily Olson. Yeah, we are still. At the U.S. Soccer Coaches Convention. The, United Soccer Coaches yes, Convention. Yes, I got to correct them every single time. <laughs> it's not the U.S. Soccer Coaches Well, I'm starting that conference. <laughs> it's not going to be in Baltimore, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, wonderful town. And uh, look, we keep saying it. I mean, the stars that walk by here are just 
Amazing. And one day we'll interview one. But for now, <laughs> uh, no, this is a, a homie of the show. That's we right. we got to create a list of homies of the show. Yeah, there's guests yeah. and there's homies. There's fam, which is like, uh, you've been here long enough. But then there's homies like you who re- we're really texting when we go to your city. The fam is like, we don't want to see you. We'd rather chill with the homies, right? But right now, I mean, uh, one of the best writers in American soccer, covers DC United as well, uh, and a producer at SiriusXM FC, mm-hmm. um, and there was something else I forgot. <laughs> writer for Pro Soccer USA. I did say it already. I was a writer for Pro Soccer okay. USA. Oh, and it's at Pro Soccer USA. Calm. <laughs> I put some respect on that name because they don't know how to buy a handle that closely affiliates people with the business name. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together unless you're driving for the one, the only, Emily Olsen. Emily, how's it going? It's good. It's good. I mean, it was good until I got here, but yeah. everything yeah, else okay. has been good. Uh, okay, so. good. No, I'm honored to be a homie. That is <laughs> yes, a, yeah, that you're is, one of the homies. That is a true honor. You got bullet holes in your car. That's not a joke. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. It's real. She 100%. <laughs> Someone hit the car with the ratchet. Well, <laughs> look, I, but what, what can you say? Emily has a lot of enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I'm okay parking here on yeah. the street was, you know, the cred that my car yeah, has. Exactly. Because you, you made. You get out the car and they're like, yo, she want us, dog. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Emily, you, we met you. Uh, the first time we met you was when you came to New York. Uh, right. And you were in town for doing something with uh, Sirius XM. But you, uh, we should start with the fact that you, you work with a, a friend of ours, right? Who uh, with Jason Davis of United States of Soccer, uh, and uh, I feel I, I'm sorry. First of all, uh, that, that I think that's where we should start. <laughs> well, you, can we talk about how you labeled him a friend and not a homie? I get it. Yeah, I, get it. I made that abundantly clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope he hears this. <laughs> we have, uh, uh, you know, I keep him at arm's length. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so no, but Jason Davis uh, been uh, uh, yeah, involved in American soccer for a long. Time. What is it like uh, working on the show, producing that show, and and being a part of an, a, a, one of the few uh, American soccer shows that is like it, it's you know it, it's on the radio. It is a, a, uh, a like we, we have it for every other sport, right? Yeah. Where people can call in or whatever and yell at the doom. You you're giving the wrong opinion, you know? Yeah. Uh, what is it? What is it? you have to like feel those calls? Yeah. Uh, what is it? What like? do I say? Like I'm Ben from Cleveland. <laughs> Jason doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. Well, you're just behind Steve from Cincinnati who thinks Jason doesn't know what he's talking about. How do you, uh, how is it, what is the job like for you? Yeah. So I've been I was in soccer for three years before that, uh, mostly as a, a beat reporter, mostly doing journalism. Um, and then the opportunity came to to go to Sirius. And like you said, it's it's one of the only 24 hour uh, talk radio stations on soccer. If you go to Sirius, you, you get the NFL, you get NHL, but you also get soccer. And like you're saying, um, the new, unique part of United States of soccer is it it has that figure that that is polarizing. Yeah. And that's important because every sport has one. And, and I feel like you as a as a sport have made it into the American sports culture when you have people that are yes. sitting there disagreeing, being angry because, you know, the the opposite of love isn't hate. It's ambivalence. You want people to to disagree, to have passion. And, and you know, that's I, I love it because I love seeing that side of it, not just, I mean, we're here at the United Soccer Coaches Convention and it's the United s- States Soccer Coaches Convention. <laughs> United States of Soccer yeah. Coaches Convention. Um, <laughs> but it's nice to, you know, it's nice to see all the technical side and, and a lot of youth soccer, but what you get from, from listening to Sirius and all the shows on it is, is people seeing it as entertainment, not just something their kids do, but seeing so- as a legitimate form of, of entertainment. 
Okay. So, right. It's not a way to just tire your kids. You know? <laughs> so, She's it's like, a lullaby to rock yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make your kids run around a little bit. Couple of headers. <laughs> they talk back less. <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly what it is. Soccer can be a big, fun entertainment sport. And I think, you know, uh, Sirius XMFC does an incredible job of that. What is your, when you look at your career, you're looking at yourself as a writer and you've been writing for how long now? So this will be, I don't know how to do seasons to year because math is hard, but yeah. this will be my, going into my sixth season covering DC United. Um, in the last two two years, I've kind of branched out into doing national team, both on the men's and women's side. Yeah. Um, and the last two years, I've also done uh, Washington Spirit stuff in okay. NWSL. So you're, you're really expanding as a writer as well, but you're also kind of now finding a bit of a voice on that what we'll call radio, yeah. right? Where do you see the future of your career? Like, do you want to write more? Do you want to be more of a voice in the game? Because I think one of the reasons why we like talking to you so much is because a voice like yours is so sorely missing in this game, which is just a woman's voice who kind of understands the sport and talks about it from a men's and women's perspective unabashedly. And I know there's a lot. I'm not saying you're the only one, but someone like that on CR6 MFC doesn't really, you don't hear that all the time. Yeah, and it's not the fact that those those women don't exist out there as in anything. Those voices don't not exist. It, it, it's that they, they aren't at the forefront. And yes. so I, I don't yet see myself that way. I don't see myself as um, that voice yet. I, I just, I, I don't know what it is, but I don't see myself sure. there. I, I, you I certainly got into... see that there's maybe a potential if you keep going to be yeah. that, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can be a, the Stephen A. Smith of soccer. <laughs> oh, dude. We can just... leave that to Jason, and I'll be whatever whatever kind of calms and down. Scream louder than Jason. Emily's like, this is preposterous. <laughs> Did you put 17 <laughs> syllables in preposterous? <laughs> but, but to answer your question as far as where is it going, that kind of stuff, I... I, I you know, I'm still my, my background is in reporting. My background is yeah. in writing. Um, I anything that I say, I I want to be a voice that that connects people in the game. So, you know, if you see yourself in a player, that's great. If you see yourself in one of the players that I cover through a story, whether it's finding out about something on the field, their struggle, how they got to where they are. Or even if it's, you know, I guess if it's myself, if you see yourself in someone and you, you share that common that common love, which is yeah. soccer, I, I think. That's the point. And, and so right. anything in my career that can take me to a place, whether it's through myself, which is something I'm a little less comfortable with, or through the stories that I write, um, that's what I want to do. Okay. See, now here's my, <laughs> here's my advice to you. And I know you've been waiting. Uh, <laughs> right? Bated breath. Uh, here's my thing. And here's why I prefer talking over writing one effort, much less. Uh, two, when you write, like, you get to talk shit when yeah. you talk. When you write it, it sounds, it so, sounds mean. so mean. <laughs> it's, it wow. just, it hurts. Other people see it. Whoa, what, what, <laughs> is, this, what is this manifesto? <laughs> know, right? It doesn't go away either. Like five years later, you just Google those words and that article comes back up. It hurts so much. Like when I say something, we all kind of laugh at the end and it didn't hurt as much. Oh, right? Or at least I think until you talk to people five years later. Right? Like <laughs> what is it about writing that you don't see or like, why, why is it that you connect yourself to writing so much? Is it just because what you love to do? Or for me, it's like I'd much rather talk than write because talking is like it kind of just like disappears and I get to do it again tomorrow, you yeah. know? I, I, so I, I'm, I, I'm starting to like talking more. I'm starting to get more into that. But the reason, you know, I started at writing and then the other thing is as much as you can maybe hear that, that tone or that sarcasm in my voice, which is, isn't the goal, you can I, – I, I feel like in my writing I can portray – someone else's story better yeah so 
you can sit and listen to me, and especially with social media where everyone is able to tell their own story. Right. So you annoying. can sit and <laughs> listen Honestly. to me. It's, where's my job going? Yeah. You, know? yeah. um, you can sit and listen to me on the radio, give my take. But if I want to actually tell the story of, of the people that I'm covering, which is, I would say right now, 60% of what I want to do, mm-hmm. it's easier for me to kind of describe the way yesterday at the, or two days ago at the NWSL draft, um, the first overall pick at one point, started crying when someone asked her a question because she was just, she couldn't believe the Sophia question Smith. Was, the question was, can you cry on command? Yeah. <laughs> the, the question, question was, whatever happened to your dog? And she starts crying. <laughs> That's also a thing. Yeah. Um, but the, but uh, Sophia Smith was talking about um, the advice she would give uh, her younger self. And I was able to write, you know, her she, her eyes welled up with tears of joy, which is a little cliche, but it's true. And I feel like, when you're reading that and then you read her exact words, you kind of hear it from her more right. than it's me. So it, it, yeah. it's a There's balance a meaningfulness between, to it. Yeah. 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 Oh, look I, at you caring. <laughs> Ew, I think Alexis's question was generally, why do books exist? <laughs> why? Yo, that's Yo, just tell me what happened. <laughs> There's so many apostrophe S's. He can't yeah. handle it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Parentheses, whatever. Uh, semicolon. Yeah. Let, Be a whole colon, dude. <laughs> Get your semicolon. Yeah. Ain't no such thing as halfway colons. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's talk real quick uh, about DC United. You've been covering the team uh, for a long time. Uh, A couple big moves. Edison Flores, uh, uh, Peruvian uh, national, uh, joining the team. The team took him to a Peruvian restaurant, which is kind of dope. Apparently not the best one, though. Bill Hamid had his his voice on Twitter. He clapped back. He said that. No, I personally don't know. They took him to uh, a Peruvian (laughs) restaurant. I don't know what Bill Hamid's preference. Reference in, in in Peruvian chicken is, right. but it's not where they went. Oh, so. And for those of you who don't know, Bill Hamid, he's the Peruvian national team player <laughs> <laughs> and also <He> has, chef. <laughs> no, Shouts to Bill Hamid. I'm all here for food hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason I started a soccer podcast. I, I don't care if I ain't from your country. Yeah, I know your yeah, food. Yeah. Yo, that's the best Ethiopian restaurant. <laughs> How come no one asked me? <laughs> so um, uh, it's it's interesting uh, the. the the transition from Wayne Rooney uh, leaving to to now DC United. Look, I, I, as far as we we were there, uh, uh, for, do, we did a live show at Audi Field, which was uh, super fun. Uh, but the the the, the transition uh, from Wayne Rooney to now, it's looking like DC United for, for uh, compared to the last couple of years, where they were they were like they weren't really signing big players, they weren't making those big moves, and now I guess after. Rooney, it's like, all right, now we, we're going to go. grandma died. We got a lot of money. We got to say, spending, I mean, it seems like they no longer want to be this, like, irrelevant club that they were, de- you know, dealing with for, for the last couple of years. So what has, what has been maybe the – is it just Audi Field? Uh, was that the thing that kind of triggered everything to, to take it take, – take everything more seriously? Well, you mentioned someone's grandma died. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where the money came from because they let Rooney go on a free. Yeah. He went to Darby County, who is in danger of being relegated. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. On a free. I just want to throw that yeah, out there. Yeah. But, um, That's no. like, yeah, it's like if your man left you for like a, a, a girl who's going back into rehab. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, so you you see this transition. I think that what happened with DC United over the last couple of years is that they have been they were they're DC uh, they're MLS original and they have been trying for so long. Jason Levy and as soon as he got to the club, um, wanted to get that stadium done. You know, they wanted to get out of our, our RFK that you know we saw Pablo's reports, uh, Pablo Mauer that yeah. there's asbestos and lead. They wanted to get out of there. Sure. Um, and and to this new stadium. 
Well, it happened. It happened quickly. Things were kind of rushed. They didn't. They 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 weren't really sure wh- how they were going to go from missing the playoffs the previous year um, to to becoming a real contender. And and in 2018 in July, that solution was Wayne Rooney. Yeah. And he came there. The marketing was there. He gave his all for a year and a half, and then decided not to. But but gave his all and, and put them on the map as far as marketing and playing they went from last to first it was a great story all happened they kind of lucked into it it all seemed to work out yeah and then a season and a half later they're sitting here without Wayne Rooney who wants to go home because of family um Luciano Acosta who kind of got pushed to the side because he wasn't fitting into that formula anymore is leaving uh Lucas Rodriguez who I I think had the chance uh the possibility to be a breakout star absolutely if he if they got that loan deal done all these players are gone they're trying to sit back. They're, they have their feet under them now, and it's how are we going to move for, forward in a way that's going to last? Because yeah. Rooney was a short-term solution at the end of the day. I mean, even if he did stay the full time, he wasn't going to be there more than two and a half seasons, maybe three at best, uh, maybe a marketing, but but that all you know went away. So Edison Flores is is a look at what DC is trying to do in the long term. He's twenty five. He is in the the peak of his career, did fantastic in League MX, um, and, and is a Peruvian national team. He played, I believe, every game in Copa America last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to slot in, I play centrally, um, unless they're able to get a, a number 10 deal across with another player. He's going to slot in centrally. They're going to have Yamil Assad. They're going to have Paul Ariola um, and Ola Kamara in the attack. They're looking at something that... that is long term for the first time in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this He's, is like what the first time in a yeah. long time that I'm like, yo, this United. It's exciting, you know. I, it, it's even, a signing for the future, which I don't think Rooney was. Rooney no. was a signing for right now. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's because because if you think about it, you're opening something new. You're showing something up. You guys move to TV. You want a big star uh, uh, as as your first guest. You want to show right. people this yeah, is cool. We, our first guest was Grant Wall, which uh, is a big super. Star. Star. <laughs> I, I think you can hear the helicopter taking off as soon as the interview was over. But you want to you want to introduce. You, we're here. Look at our shiny yeah. new stuff. And now it's like, all right, we put all our chips in trying to get that. Yeah. And now it's how how do how do we make this sustainable? And do you, because Edison Flores, is he going to get asses in the seats the same way that Rooney did? Because I think that's still a concern for D.C. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's a concern for every team. I mean, when you look at the the not official, but pretty much official Chicharito to L.A. Galaxy, um, they had to do that. Because LAFC came in and they're one of the few teams, even I think even Vela, as far as outside of that soccer bubble, isn't getting people in seats it was because they had stars they had very beautiful soccer they they were playing they were fun and and la galaxy went to the wayside they got zlatan because they needed him mm-hmm. and now they got chicharito because they need him they have pavone pavone's not going to give them seats chicharito will get people in seats they will yeah. bring up the level to even the playing field because they're not going to play lafc football or soccer um and and if you look at around the league that's happening and dc united isn't there yet. I don't see it happening this season. Um, Mesut Ozil was an option for a little bit. He's not. He's too expensive. As an Arsenal fan, you know that. Yeah. Um, the the uh, well, you will get the coffee shop. The coffee shop. That's it, which is really it, it, crucial. It's on hold. Oh, man. oh no! I, I have been brewing? told <laughs> it's still brewing. Oh, yeah. It's called Thirty Nine Steps. They, I think they're at a, the thirtieth step. Oh damn! Okay. Wow. Um, steps. No, they were gonna. What, they were that's gonna an open it up. Interesting rehab program. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of effort. It's a apparently the amount of steps. Episode. 
<laughs> it's the amount, yeah. and that's not because I'm against it. How many people you apologize to in the 33rd step? Wow, dude. you really hurt a lot of yeah, people. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's even that's on hold because uh, they're just not ready for it. There's a lot of development. That's probably not going to, you're not going to get Ozil's coffee anytime soon. Yeah. Just letting you know. Damn. <laughs> so much happening. The thing that I love about D.C., uh, as far as D.C. United is concerned, is we're talking about a club that was a dynasty when MLS started. Constantly winning. I Even thinking back to how the logos were created, D.C. United was like, we're going to go our own way. We're not going to use, you know, like the, the American designer. They went out and got a European designer. And, like, even the, the badge and the uh, it feels so, like, more European and more classic. Something about the club has always felt like they had everything right. And then we get to now, and everything still feels like it's a lot of it is in flux. For someone who follows the team, are the waters calming a bit more? Do you see, like, there's a direction I think there's a direction on the field. I think that DC United, like you're saying, gets a lot of excuses because they are that that traditional team. So yeah. it's like, all right, you guys have been here the longest. We'll let you slide. We'll let you slide. I think they're realizing they can't slide anymore. Yeah. And again, Flores is one of those. A couple of the other signings that are brewing that that haven't happened yet are in that direction of of, of trying to catch up because they can't um, they can't slide anymore. I, I think there are aspects overall at the club that are still in flux definitely and i don't know how long they'll be there yeah um but on the field as far as playing style they're they're heading in that direction and um i just lost what i was gonna say but no. they're heading in that direction yeah that's good and, and uh and ben olsen will save the day and everyone will love him again yeah. <laughs> i can't wait 30 years when i look back at my career and ben olsen is still the manager of dc united but he's a fantastic person fantastic Absolutely. Person. great dude he was on our show yeah great dude it's just it's just like it's just I mean, he's the longest tenured coach, right, in in Major League Soccer, if I'm not mistaken. Is it he longer than Vermees, right? Yeah. No, no, um, I believe Vermees is longer. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it, it's it's impressive because he was an assistant first, 2010, and, right. and Vermees was. Yeah, actually, you know, no, is Ben Olsen the longest tenured coach, Glenn Crooks? The answer is <laughs> in MLS. In MLS currently. Currently. If Glenn Crooks doesn't know, then nobody knows. Actually, Emily. <laughs> we don't have the rights to that song, Glenn. So, okay, it's, it's Peter Vermees. Oh, sure. You can, uh, I mean, it's as if none of this is going to go on TV. Really. I'm, because he came in 2010 as a coach and, and Ben was an assistant. Okay, you can check me on that. <laughs> Hey. Put, all right, all this, put all so this on much. air. Please don't edit this out. Uh, NWSL. Uh, now you're covering the Washington Spirit a bit more. We went to the NWSL final, and it feels like there's like um, and maybe it's just a World Cup bounce. I want to know your opinion. It feels like there's something fun. It feels like there's like a new level of energy that's being sort of around created around NWSL. It feels like it's just going to continue to go up from here. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's just a World Cup bounce? And uh, I'll add uh, this for the Washington Spirit. Are they? I, they played games at Audi Field. Is that a, a, an idea or plans to make that permanent or no? Or yeah, adding to that. Yeah, go yes. for it. So, so they played two games last year at Audi Field against Orlando Pride and Rain FC. And those are two teams heavily. Uh, they've got World Cup players. Yeah. Ali Krieger, Ashlyn Harris. And then if the rain, you know, Megan Rapinoe. So yeah. you, speaking of homies, all three. <laughs> <laughs> you're homies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and they. 
they broke the records. They the the year before they tried it with the opening of Audi Field, they got seven thousand. Last year, they they had two performances that averaged eighteen thousand. Um, That's both incredible. Reaching reaching sellouts. Wow. For Audi Field, and so what that did, and and the Spirits under new ownership, they have a new coach in Richie Burke. Um, their goal is to. I, what I'm getting from the team is their goal is to move into a place like Audi Field, um, not because Soccerplex is bad, but because there is that interest. Interest people in the DC area want to watch them. Um, if you look at the Soccerplex, which is where they play um, or played before, it's uh, about an hour outside the city into Maryland, yeah. Um, and it it holds about five thousand people. And and if they're averaging these, I, I think it's there's definitely that World Cup bump. Um, you talk about the World Cup players involved, but I think that. People get there and and there's an excitement still and they go there and it, it's really good soccer to watch. Um, Richie Burke has the um, has a team playing a very fun attacking style um, that that he wants them to go for goal and and that has them losing a couple games one zero but but they're they're really trying and they're playing attacking. So this season uh, they've worked out a deal which um, is I think on the lower side of amount of games they want to play at Audi Field. It's four four and four. So they have four home games at Audi Field. They're going to play four at the Maryland Soccerplex and then they have four at Segra Field which is again an hour but into Virginia where Loudoun United plays. And the additional part of that which is the biggest is that they are kind of working with DC United a partner to um, use their training facility. So DC's opening that new Leesburg training facility yeah, yeah. in September, and they're going to have their own section of it. They're going to be able to train and, and really be treated like professional athletes because I, I don't know if either of you have ever been to the soccer plex, no. but um, there's my favorite quote came from DeMarcus Beasley um, when they played an open cup game there because DC United would play their open cup games and at Maryland soccer plex. There was a youth tournament, a youth volleyball tournament going on inside. So the players were literally curtained off and getting mixed in with these. Youth. Demarcus Beasley was yeah. getting rubbing elbows with youth soccer. It was like volleyball, moms and dads, yeah. youth players. And he just went off about how this isn't professional. And that, yeah, I remember and, and that. you look at it and that's where the spirit plays. And, and it's a fantastic facility, but it just doesn't have the capacity to treat these women right. like the professionals that they are. And yeah. they deserve that for Marcel sure. Marcel plays for them. Yeah. You know, she's a, a, and Andy Sullivan just got called up. These women are, are World Cup stars, breakout stars. They're going to be the Andy Sullivan has the potential to be the captain of the U.S. Women's National right. Team. And and they're playing in this facility. So again, nothing like against Rose Lavelle, it, Even if you don't know her as a soccer player, she's an Instagram star. Her dog, dog. is an Instagram star. Respect her. Yeah. Oh, like, oh that, she should have her own section. Well, we've seen what's going on with Sky Blue FC and and that move to Rebel Arena. So it it seems like what what a great model, what a great opportunity for some other some of the other under under clubs that are that that do work with MLS teams to just like man, uh, we I saw the you know the the sellouts uh, and just the numbers at. Uh, uh, at Audi Field for the, the Spirit Games, and it's great. It just seems like it would make the most sense, right? Just like yeah. uh, uh, to, to go for it. So uh, yeah, I just like not now. We're, we're we were just at the NWSL draft, and it you see all, saw all the energy for Sky Blue, and it's like the Washington Spirit could be that have that kind of momentum now. Uh, and so. what a change from the last NWSL draft we were at, where people were like, players were like, I'm not playing for Sky Blue. Yeah, they were getting picked, and now it's like. That's the club you want to be at. Everyone's like, there's such a fever pitch around it. Maybe this is something that you're not familiar with because you handle mostly DC sports, but maybe because you cover NWSL, you can help us understand it a little bit more. When we were in Los Angeles, there was like this, all this excitement about LAFC potentially having a woman's team. And then that sort of died down. Um, and someone had told us that there's like a bit of an issue because the way NWSL 
uh, is as, as a business. Like you have to buy into NWSL or something like that. Do you are you familiar with that situation at all? Um, I don't know the specifics about the buying into it, but with LAFC, they have you know Mia Hamm as part of their ownership. Yeah, she, and she was like a big yes, proponent of it, and they really want it. The, the thing with NWSL, what they're dealing with right now is um, their involvement with U.S. Soccer and how U.S. Soccer um, funds part of the league. What's happening there? Um, and also, it wasn't long ago that the Boston Breakers folded because yeah, yeah. they didn't have the support. So I think right now, you see Louisville, they're going to come in in 2021. They'll mm-hmm. be here next season. There'll be a, an expansion draft. You'll see that. And and I think we've heard comments earlier about from executives at NWSL that they're looking towards a spe- expansion. But I think you have to look at the World Cup bump and be careful about that. But then also, all of these teams are trying to figure out the best way to go about it because it's not uniform. It's not like the rest of the world. You you have Chelsea and Chelsea women's team, and mm-hmm. and Chelsea has boatloads of money from who wherever sure. back pockets no, wherever, it's, wherever asking, it's coming right, from. Right. Just share some. <laughs> and if they want to boost their league, they just got Sam Kerr. They have money that they can throw at it. Whereas yeah. these NWSL teams, some are if you look at the Portland Thorns and Timbers, some work like that. You look at Utah Royals and. Um, uh, 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 RSL, uh, RSL yeah. they're 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 together. You look at, but then you look at DC United Spirit. They're two separate ent- entities yeah. that are partnering together. Or you look at the Courage and uh, North Carolina FC. Yeah. That's a USL club. Or, or the same with Louisville. So there's not a uniform way for these clubs to. And I don't think they all should because you've seen it fail um, in certain places in Florida. Right. Um, <laughs> Do it your own way. <laughs> you see, you, there's there isn't this this uniform way of money or ownership being put in. And I, I think yeah. that's also something that that owners are trying to figure out, um, as well as getting league sponsors. So I think it's more about pace and and figuring out to make it sustainable um rather than just kind of it's the cool thing now to because atlanta was also in the conversation like you don't want it to be the cool thing now for an mls team to have an nwsl team but if they're willing to actually invest you do so i think it's it's a little bit of that right i mean also people kind of expect that nycfc will have them because they have a girls academy so it's like if you have a women's academy wouldn't it make sense to have a top flight team for them or just a, a professional team for them to aspire to play to, yeah. as opposed to just have sort of a development for with no angle. Yeah. So you you make these sort of like, as a fan, you make these connections. You're like, oh yeah, MLS team will just have a women's team, but then it doesn't necessarily work that way. So hopefully, there's a way that they can come together a little bit more. Yeah. All um, right. What uh, are you What are you hopeful for with the Olympics coming up? I know there's a big push for a lot of these players, uh, a lot of these uh, players to get in. Carly Lloyd is trying her hardest to get in. Yeah. Uh, Alex, Alex Morgan, Morgan is still training as if she's, she's not going to play. She's going to play in the Olympics Let's pregnant. Let's go. Yeah, she'll care. Go for water breaks. Give her a red so she can go in. <laughs> I mean, Serena Williams won things pregnant. Yeah. So I yeah. think Alex Morgan can absolutely do If it. anyone <laughs> can, yeah. We got it. Um, and I sort of think that she'll have the baby by the time the Olympics roll around. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah sure. but it, it, She's but not going to be 12 months pregnant. But you never know. My mom, I was in there for like 16 months, dude. It was comfortable. Came out with a cigar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, the, yeah, the, the Olympics. Was, the Olympics. Yeah, what are you, what are you yeah, looking yeah. forward to the Olympics? Is that something you want to cover? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm probably not going to get over to Tokyo this year. That's fine. Yeah. But um, to cover it from here, oh, you change where you're summering. <laughs> I summer in Tokyo from yeah. time to time, but I switched it this year. Yeah. Um, no, I. I I'm interested, again, to see how NWSL manages it. The Olympics on the women's side is much bigger than it is on the men's side. Yeah. On the men's side, it's the, the under-23s with the three over. The women's side, it's a 20-person roster with um, with your top players. And you're, and you're trying to win it. And the United States is trying to do something that they've never done before, which is World Cup to Olympics gold. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's exciting. I think that push is exciting. I think you change your your head coach and the tactics, and it adds that refresh while keeping some of the players. Like, I I am not going to bet against Carly Lloyd um, ever. Never. Would definitely see her. I mean, she was on a panel this morning and left right away to go train. So I, I have no, um, I, I would say she she's going to be on She left in the middle of a question. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go, start my mile. Sorry. She actually back. She jogged to Philly, dude. Yeah. But, um, so I'm excited, one, to see that from a distance, but then again to see how NWSL um, handles it because there's plenty of, um, the Spirit just traded Mallory Pugh to Sky Blue during yeah. the draft to get get uh, three picks this year, one next year. One of the picks they got is uh, Ashley Sanchez from UCLA, and she left school as a junior, which her and the number one pick, Sophia Smith, left as a sophomore. This is something new you're seeing as well. These women, there's allocation money, there's money, there's a a chance for them to stay domestic and start their career at the peak. So I'm excited to see an Ashley Sanchez who's on the, the cusp of the national team grow during the NWSL season, while say her teammates Rose Lavelle and 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 Andy Sullivan are, are at the World Cup, and how these these players grow, because um, I think there are more young players coming in, and I think that that during these international competitions, you see other players step up. For for the Spirit specifically, it was Ashley Hatch stepping up with Mallory Pugh gone, um, and and you see them. You know, they're just on the cusp of making the national team, but everyone can't make it. And that's when you really see these players. Midge Purse um, on the West Coast, she stepped up. So you see you see these players kind of step up and it's almost a higher level. I mean, that NWSL has the level and the interest to be the the, the best league in the world. And I think when some of these national team players, when you don't have the stars and you actually sit and watch the games, those are the competitive ones because, you know, everyone's trying to get noticed. Everyone sees the opportunity to to step up. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. So many changes happening. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, especially the Olympics. I mean, the last the last uh, Olympics was the U.S. lost against Sweden, right? 2014. Was that what? What was the one where, where Hope Solo uh, said all the yep. trash yes. about Sweden, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. then there was this now rivalry about like yeah. basically not respecting them. So uh, a lot to look Shocked. forward to this Hope year. Hope Solo would do that. <laughs> well, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad we. Uh, yeah, this was. Where can people follow you? Yeah, we didn't know what we were going to talk about, and we got into we made stupid jokes and we got real information. <laughs> yeah. as well. So that we uh, best of both worlds. Uh, so Emily, Emily sat there while we were done, <laughs> and then she finished her sentence. A uh, true professional. So Emily, where uh, can people follow you and where they, uh, they can see your work. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Emily T. Olsen O-L-S-E-N, spelled like Ben Olsen no relation. Um, That's what they say, can, but I don't believe it. <laughs> That's how I got my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you can follow the people that I work for, which is ProSoccerUSA.com uh-huh. on Twitter and Ooh. Instagram. Seems efficient. Um, <laughs> or you can, listen, I jump on air with Jason from 12 to 3 on Sirius XM FC channel 157. Yeah. Okay. Emily That's Olsen, thank you so much. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. Welcome back. Thank you again, Emily Olsen, for, uh, for joining us on the show. We had so a great incredible. time talking to her. Um, and hey, so- hey, Jason, let her talk more on the show, huh? <laughs> quit, quit your cabin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. There's shots fired at Jason I- Davis. <laughs> Man. <laughs> trying to hold Emily yep. down. We're going to create this narrative. <laughs> I- We've been hired by Barca. 
<laughs> so uh yes uh, both great people anyway yeah. uh okay so let's uh let's talk about uh, another subject that we hate talking about but um it, it doesn't go away it doesn't go away but you know it, it's not gonna it's if we don't point it out uh who will right? yeah. <laughs> the uh we have to talk so there was a, a match um uh a, a porto match yeah porto versus i think it's gumieres i can't remember uh, pronounce the other word so victoria permit Gumieres. Yeah, yeah. It, it, honestly, the, it looks like Gumar. Gumar. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of side pieces out there, side kicking piece, the ball around. Side piece FC uh, <laughs> against Porto. We love you, side piece. We do. We love you, side piece. We do. We love you, side piece. We do. Shh, please don't tell my wife. <laughs> Why not? It's, a, it's quite a chance. It's quite a chance. <laughs> so, okay. On a more serious yeah. note, everyone know that was a joke, by the way. <laughs> Maybe girl, stop throwing plates. <laughs> uh, on a more serious note, yes. Uh, th- so there was another uh, uh, racist incident, uh, r- racial abuse directed at a Porto player. Uh, this was uh, 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 Musa Marega. Uh, and, uh, and I mean, it, this was the video, obviously, is going viral. Everybody He used to much play seen. for this team. Yes. And now he doesn't. And apparently he had been, I don't think this was the, the only instance. So he was the side piece and got upgraded. <laughs> right, right, okay. The- <laughs> okay so wow, kinda- they took you out on a Saturday <laughs> night? Damn. Wow. Uh, you must, you're, you're, okay. It doesn't happen for, for, for all of okay. us, you know? You done leveled up. <laughs> he did leave her? Wow. Impressive. Anyway. Uh, what does anyone take us seriously? <laughs> so apparently he, he moves on to Porto. Apparently had been receiving uh, like sort of monkey noises a couple of times in the match. This wasn't the only instance. Yeah. And he had had enough of it. I think if, if I'm not mistaken, this was like the 65th minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just scored. And of course, well, someone said like he shouldn't have celebrated. Same thing that happened to Moise Keane. He shouldn't have celebrated in front of the other fan. Who cares where you celebrate? Yeah, dog? exactly. Yeah. Nothing is an excuse for you to be racist. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But nothing you finish that <laughs> sentence with is okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he, somebody he got uh, that and then somebody made monkey noises. He didn't like it and he decided to walk off the field and he was very vocal about it. He was flipping the bird. He was pointing at his skin. So, but, and let's not lose sight of all the things that happened i mean yes they were making monkey noises there were a lot of jeering then they also started throwing chairs at him especially after he scored after he scored he started pointing at his skin right uh uh you know to kind of just obviously rub it into all, all the races in, in the stands right uh um, so what you do you flex harder you so I, he did exactly that and so th- this is uh you know we we've seen that like this has been a common thing uh, right. uh too too many times especially in europe but what happened after what was that he was trying to he was he basically requested to be subbed off he was like i, I I'm, I'm getting off the pitch and his teammates this is where it really got the, the the opposing team and his teammates did not want him to leave right now i don't i first of all deplorable right you you should be allowed to walk off if you're getting racially abused um I don't know what the there was a there was a black player on the other team who was trying to stop him. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering what that conversation was. I'm wondering if if it was the hey, you let them win if you walk off that kind of conversation. Whatever it is, you got to support the dude. Everybody, both teams should be walking off the field at that point. Yeah. Because that's not if somebody's you know, what I mean, if you're another black player, you'd be like, I mean, you weren't doing it to me. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you like me, though. Right. Like, no, that's not cool. That's not cool for anybody. If someone is being racially abused, I wish. The entire team, in fact, the other team as well, would walk off. Zarek Valentin, uh, who we've had on the show. We have uh, never had him on the show. I thought we did. <laughs> we talked to him. 
so we anyway, met him. Also, yes. no one's reference. No one's checking. You I like to let me have that it. Conversations with other human beings is uh, is the show. Well, I record everything, so just so you know, watch what you say around me, dog. Uh, no, but Zarek, who we've met before, yes, who apparently wasn't on the show. You're welcome to be on. That's it. his fault. Though. Yeah, uh, you're welcome to be on it. He said, like, yo, if this happened and it was my team, we'd all walked off the field. Yeah. So like, there is that. That that's the camaraderie you should have. Yeah, and there, but there were just so many things that just were were so poorly handled right obviously the referee uh you're supposed to stop the you're match. supposed to stop the match i mean there's a there's a protocol put in place he was just completely ignoring it and yeah. you would think that by the time the chairs start being thrown at the player that he thinks like hey maybe i should uh lay, let's take a little time a tickety yeah. little tickety time out everybody he gave he gave Marega a yellow he card gave- <laughs> And he was like, how dare you not get hit by one of those chairs that was aiming for you, dog? Yeah, it's almost like you don't want this racial abuse. Yeah. And why <laughs> you take a yellow card yeah. for, for not accepting it, uh, you know, gl- gladly accepting it's it. It's ridiculous. Really disappointing. And again, you just hope that th- that these things, at least it, it, you can't control the racial abuse. But, uh, you, uh, you know, some fans are going to be ridiculous. But there's there's if there's a protocol put in place, you would hope that they follow it. Players walk off the field. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you again for sticking with us. We did it, baby. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the the level of faith that you show us, the Cooligans and in in Fubo Sports. I mean, really, just really impressive. We're just, we're incredible, (laughs) but we're happy that you are as well. (laughs) So thank you. Make sure you (laughs) at Soccer Cooligan, follow at Fubo Sports and subscribe to all all the YouTube channels. All right. So with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans! Yes.